Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We've got news about the Kitty Pride movie. We're going to talk about Black Panther. And for the sake of the title, we're going to revisit a great Avenger, Tigra. So we got Kitties, Panthers, and Tigras. Oh my! Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Okay, I think I've wandered onto the set of a different show that I did not mean to be on the panel of. Not that I'm not enjoying it, I'm just a little out of my comfort zone right here. Welcome to Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Blatt. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at ChristianDMZ. And as, well I was going to say as always, but as almost always, (laughs) joined by... Amy Cassandra Martinez. Mm-hmm. We go with all three, right? Just, yeah, long name. Why not? And where do people find you? <laughs> On all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ, which is an abbreviation for Martinez. So. That's so you know. That's yeah. Just in case you guys were wondering. And as they say on GI Joe, knowing is half the battle. And at the other end (laughs) of the desk, Michael Shirley. Where do people find Michael Shirley? Ah, you can find me at Michael X Shirley on Instagram and Twitter. An absolutely stunning coat here for those watching on YouTube. It goes with our our feline theme for the uh, episode, which is a very shaky, tenuous theme to begin with. But uh, I, I felt like I needed to just run with it after we were trading some messages over the weekend. Wait, where did the song go, Tony? We didn't even get we to the part to where the we didn't get to the part where I, I could talk about the song. <laughs> so, uh, Amy, for our our audience, tell them what that song is because I okay. sure don't know. The song is called Ops. Mm-hmm. It's by Vince Staples. It's with Eugen Blackrock. Um, it and is it is from the Black Panther and, soundtrack. And it's from the big car chase scene. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and, oh gosh, guys. We understand that Black Panther is a movie, and yes. uh, we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, I know this is Marvel TV Weekly, but it's kind of a big Marvel story, and we will get to that in a moment. But I wanted to very selfishly start off with some news that I'm even more <laughs> excited about. As always, if there's Kitty Pride news, I'm going to lead with it. And we were talking about uh, Kitty just last week. And there's uh, some rumors about the standalone movie. The working title is 143, which is not just beeper text code for I Heart I Love You. That's for our older audience, believe me. Amy's looking at me like, what are you even talking about? You lost me. You would text somebody 143 because it meant I love you. Don't ask why. Just, there's, like, somebody in the chat's like, who's over 35 is like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, I know what they're talking about. Maybe Michael's just looking at me like I'm crazy. Maybe you weren't a drug dealer like I was. That's fine. (laughs) But, uh, so, and the uh, excitement, the rumor mill is in full swing at the notion that it is called 143. As a reference to Uncanny X-Men number 143, final issue drawn by John Byrne, just for those who know. And it's a Christmas episode where Kitty Pride is trapped with 
the Nagari in the X Mansion. Now, I was trading messages with Michael about this because I was so excited. And he was very quick to to shit on my excitement. Because what, what did you what did you call this story on Kenny X Men? Home Alone Nine or something. Home Alone Nine. And I said it is not Home Alone. It is a direct ripoff of Alien, which was only a few years earlier. Uh, because it's just one person. That didn't happen in a house on Christmas. No, but I mean that's that's what they're going for. I mean, first of all, look at the aliens. I mean, the Nagari. Looks the like Brew. Joe Pesci to me. <laughs> <laughs> More Daniel Stern, but sure. Uh, but it's it it is one of uh, it's a great standalone Kitty Pride story. You don't have to really worry too much about the chronology. You could kind of tell the story without having to worry about there being too many X Men around. You know, you don't have to figure out where it fits in. So uh, the idea that Tim Miller of Deadpool fame would direct it. And Brian Michael Bendis allegedly writing it, which I find hard to believe only in that he's literally just started writing for DC Comics like right now, unless unless he already wrote the script, which in which case it would make sense. Uh, Michael, you're not excited about this, are you? It's okay. You don't have to be. It's, it's a little out. It's a little random. It's a little random that they tell this story? Yeah. Well, as we saw with the uh, recently shelved New Mutants movie, look for that in 2019, they were going for a little bit more of a horror vibe, and this certainly would fit that bill, uh, having kind of a more of a suspenseful nature, um, and uh, I don't Can know. Can you change Kitty this close? Can you change the actress who plays her? Yeah. I mean, they changed Jean Grey. And... Uh, but that's like going back in time. That's looking at the younger selves. It's not It's not like recasting. It's like a younger version. Well, this could be a younger Ellen Page incarnation. This could be from before Days of Future Past. You know, before the present day and the future past. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. But they would have to get someone pretty young because she looks okay. like she's about 12 years old. So who... Well, because at this point she was indeed 13 and a half. Who would you cast as Kitty Pride? Whether it's this story or somewhere else. We were, that oh, was a conversation we were going we were over that. Uh, and I said about 15 years ago, I w- definitely had no qualms. My first choice, maybe my only choice, Natalie Portman. Mostly because she is indeed Jewish. She's a grown-ass woman. Well, now forget it. Now she has a kid who could practically be Kitty Pride. Yeah, right. So it's not now. And it's been hard to think of uh, since then. Uh, Tony in, in the those. booth, could you bring back up the uh, the photo of uh, Kitty from uh, X Men One Forty Three? When you have a moment, there's someone there's no in the chat said that um, Kitty is like boring. Yeah, Black Magic Ninety Nine <laughs> says Kitty isn't interesting. Well, you just haven't read the right Kitty stories. That's what it really comes down to. If you've read Uncanny X Men One Forty Three and you don't think she's interesting, uh, well, I won't say that you're wrong, but I, I'll, I could give you a list. Of some uh, other thing, read the Kitty Pride and Wolverine six issue miniseries. If you don't like Kitty Pride after that, then uh, well, you gave it your uh, best uh, bet. Uh, Art uh, Master Austin Prophet says I'd cast Amanda Seyfried as Kitty. Amanda Seyfried's too old now. Yeah. Like when Big Love oh, was on, she was a girl. great choice. What's her name? Oh, uh, Aaliyah Shawcat. Oh yeah, she was in Search Party She'd be and great. she oh. was in Arrested Development. She's playing like a someone that age right now in Search Party. So, I don't know, she, I don't know, if, I don't think she's Jewish, but she's played Jewish before. Good so. enough. That's that's <laughs> what we'll take. Have you played Jewish before? <laughs> then you're good for the role of Kitty. Now, Amy, as you take a look at the cover there, you see a uh, big scary alien, a uh, little girl <laughs> being chased. Is are Are you 
put off by that? Do you think that might be too scary? Or no. you're like, no, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. Also, at the bottom it says, guess what just came down the chimney. Yeah. So I think that's pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah. No. Because it was Christmas. Okay. Yeah. I would like to see a rendition of that costume. And the, yeah. Well, that's the that's the standard, like the original X-Men yeah, yeah. costume, the New Mutants costume. You would like to see Kitty in that costume? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, all yeah, about yeah, mid-80s yeah. Shadowcat, the blue yeah, yeah. costume with the blue Sprite. mask. No, the Sprite with, with the little pointy mask and yeah that's that's not for me uh actually that this brings me to i so i watched uh x-men apocalypse yes i was actually gonna like gonna cue you up on that yeah Yeah. i did and one thing that really really irritated me was that uh gene like all through the movie was wearing that kitty pride outfit that like that blue blazer with like the tacky I, pants. I, I did not appreciate that they did gave you, her Kitty's costume. Did you know? Did you know what I mean? Like, I believe me. I know exactly I was what like, you mean. What the what? Uh, what did you think? And we won't spend too much time on a movie from almost two years ago. But shut up. No, I, that's, I'm saying for our audience, uh, <laughs> there are no Marvel TV shows on right now. Literally none. So, so whatever. Come on. And by the way, me. speaking of Marvel TV shows, I'm almost. Almost caught up on Shield, so I'm this close to being almost caught up. I like how when I asked you, you were like, "There's still a lot of time." There's a lot of time. I only have to watch like six more. Okay. You know. Oh yeah, good. And are you still in season one, Amy? I've made it past season one. Um, Into like season two, episode one. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. It's, I'm watching a lot of Oscar-nominated movies right good now. Good for you, but, by the but, way. But thank you. I I will do it. Okay. It's going to be tough, but I will do it. Uh, so, Michael, just sort of overall thoughts on Age of Apocalypse. Okay, you thought that I was going to have a problem with Olivia Munn's costume. Well, because it's very cosplay. It's probably, like, the best out no, of all st- of them. No, Storm was the best. Okay. Well, I, but not, if you want to say she's second best, then uh, I'll give you that. Yeah. Anyway, it looked like the comics, and I like yeah. that they had the sash or whatever. I do I like the that sash. Was, it was pretty cool. Uh, I thought Apocalypse was a pussy. I thought that... Um, I like just lived for the end, like when you they turn around out. and they all have like their own costumes. Yeah. I was like, it's it's they've listened to me. They, they did finally listen I to know. you. But um, watching it, I watched Days of Future Past like right before I like, rewatched that right before, and it made me like Quicksilver. I mean, I'm glad you've come my, around. Yeah, he's my favorite. He's like my favorite guy character, so I was kind of hard. On Evan Peters. You just wanted him to be but, a, as as good as Aaron Johnson in stop. Age of Ultron. <laughs> no, he wasn't any good either. But I and liked, he's dead, so. <laughs> I know. So uh, I really liked when he shows up at the X-Mansion. Yeah. And, like, saves everyone. That was really cool. Um, but, so if you had to give it, you know, like a letter grade from school A through F, what would you say about X-Men Apocalypse? I, a B. Because... Okay. That's much I, higher than most people. I agree with you. It I feel like everything it, together yeah. for me. Like it made everything make more sense. Like being with Days of Future Past, you're just like, oh, they changed the timeline. But then when you get to that movie, you get to see kind of how it's played out. And it's just like, I don't mind so much the younger characters now that we've got, had that back and forth with like the older and younger selves. But yeah, Storm is super awesome. Archangel was super awesome. Yeah, I was glad we finally got Archangel. It's probably my favorite X Men movie that I've seen. Whoa, more than Days of Future Past. I like. Well, X Two's always been my favorite. Uh, Yeah, and I didn't really care for Days of Future Past. Interesting. Not really. 
But you've got two of everyone. But I like Apocalypse. It was pretty good. But I thought he was like a wuss. Yeah, I was Apocalypse, like, you're never going to get this done. Apocalypse is supposed to be this sort of just, you know, this almost impossible villain. To be. I mean, let's be honest. He's a ripoff of Darkseid from the DC Universe. He's so he's supposed to be slow. like. Yeah, he was a little slow. Well, you know what do you want? He's Lewin Davis. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm well, glad I watched it. And, and I now did, you can dive into Logan. I did see some stupid things that really annoyed me. I don't understand why Hugh Jackman can't play Wolverine all his life. I really yeah, don't. So it's like, so he doesn't want to get in that kind of shape. Fine, wear a shirt. <laughs> no, right or an outfit. Yeah. I mean, he's not ripped in the first X Men movie from 2000. Not, so, like, not he, crazy. Not like he ended up to, I don't know. I think, uh, I, I, I don't know. But it's anyway. given me faith for the rest of the series. And the fact that Dark Phoenix is coming later this year. Oh, I don't like her. You don't like... I don't like Sophie, Sophie Turner. Turner. as Jean. No. Interesting. No, um, no. Well, I, we're glad that we finally got to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. But we do want to now transition to a movie that is, is, that is currently in theaters. <laughs> no, Michael, you did not see Black Panther. No, I didn't. But not for... I, what do you just... Overall, do you, do you like that character? Do you think he's interesting? Did you like him in Civil War? Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. And I appreciated, like, all of that. Like, I really, I did like that. Um, I, when I was growing up in the, like, and getting into comics in, like, the early 90s, he just wasn't a central figure, mm. you know? And, and he's something that's, like, kind of been resurrected. Like, characters have their their heydays, and you don't hear of them really much for, like, 20 years, and then they come back into the fold, and it's kind of what we're seeing with, like, Blink now. Like, she's in everything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I didn't. Re- I just really don't know much about him, so I never got drawn into that. But, you know, I'll see the movie, like, when it comes on Netflix or something. So do you not like to go to the movie theater in general? I don't like to go to the movies, no. I, I, I don't... think it's so boring. It's a, it's a long time. It's a bit of a commitment. I have a nice TV. Like, I can watch it at home, <laughs> smoke cigarettes. And like... Well, you should, go to a movie, you should go to a movie theater in France then, because then you can smoke. Uh, well, Amy, I know you did see Black Panther, and for those watching on YouTube, you bought the shirt. Did you buy the shirt at the theater? Is it that kind of cool thing? Because there were the, the theater I saw that they were selling shirts. Oh, geez. And I probably should have bought one, because then I could wear one today, but uh, be a tax write-off. Anyway. <laughs> Oh my god, could I start writing this stuff off? Absolutely. Oh, Wear them on camera. Job. Yeah. Yes. Um no, I actually got this Came at Target. Um, boys section. God bless Target. Like three weeks ago, nine dollars. So, uh, apart from the nine dollar t shirt, mm-hmm. uh, what did you think of the movie? Just on the whole, just uh, on the all your whole. thoughts, however many you, you care to share in one big burst. One big burst. Okay. I talked about a, a little bit of my feelings. Last night on Box Office Breakdown on Popcorn Talk, and I just kept saying how I didn't want to pump it up too much for people so they wouldn't be overhyped and then, you know, have those expectations not met. But But for you. But for me, it was freaking fantastic. I loved, loved, loved it. I don't think I've ever seen a movie where everything just works so cohesively. Like, everyone had the same idea in mind, and it was executed so wonderfully that I left the theater just feeling super pumped up um like i just i loved it i think that every character that we saw there was depth you know i i didn't read the comics uh we've talked about this before. completely unnecessary though for any of these movies yeah. really you don't have to have the background of the comics Which, it helps in some yeah. ways but it's not like you're not going to understand what's going on yes but i also love that with black panther you don't really even have to know anything about marvel at all because they recap at the beginning, so you're good to go, which is why I think it did so wonderfully this weekend, um, four-day weekend. Was um, it $215 million? Is that the box office breakdown? It's, 
I mean, like, yesterday, yeah, it was, like, 195 projected. And then, like, since then, obviously, it's just skyrocketed. So I gave I, it 850. I went to a matinee, oh, so yeah, there, there I, I contributed. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, because I won. Cheaper than your t-shirt, but I'll just point that out. Okay, hey, thank you. <laughs> I won the box office bet, bet yesterday and then lost it today because it, it, it went up. So it went up, but so uh, so, so on box office, but let's just explain for our audience. So on box so, office yeah. breakdown, you bet what the bo- the box office total will be. Mm-hmm. And what it's did really you say? Fun. What did you say it was going to be? I said one ninety five. Okay. So it was one ninety two when we started the show, and then that's projected. So it, yeah, it so went it went over. up even higher. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Well, which is great. I mean, I I if you go on my Instagram, if you go on my Twitter, you know just how much I freaking loved it, and I think that it's accessible. You you don't really need to be a person of color to appreciate it. I think that everyone can appreciate it and identify with it in some way. Whether it hits you harder, it doesn't. Um, I just think it's accessible for everyone, which and I really appreciate. By the way, I was referencing an old box office total. Our friend Star Drew in the chat. Thank you, Star Drew. Says two hundred and thirty-five million. That's the four-day total. Total. From Thursday through, I that's guess, amazing. includes today. Uh, Projective, I mean. Yeah, so, but I mean, that's that's a phenomenal amount of money uh, yeah. for a character who, let's say, you know, before Civil War, go back two years, most people who love those movies and are even have some familiarity with the characters probably don't know that much about mm-hmm. Black Panther. So uh, it's a great job by uh, everybody involved that they first of all that they were able to create the kind of buzz for it what it came down to at least as far as i was concerned is that it was a good movie and from uh, beginning to end you know and he's great chadwick boseman uh the first thing i saw him in was the jackie robinson movie 42 and then he also played james brown in a movie that i forget the name of so uh and it's it's funny because if he didn't have that accent, you'd be like, "This is African king doesn't talk like." I mean, he didn't talk like that at all. But it would be it would be very odd if he didn't. Uh, and I just think it's uh, I, I think he's great in everything I've seen him in. But I didn't watch him as Jackie Robinson. Go like you know this guy should be a superhero. And uh, I think it was it, honestly it's a character that I've read. I've read comics that he's in. I've even read standalone solo stories. Mostly I've seen him you know teaming up with other characters. Um, I was more excited watching the movie than I anticipated. Obviously, oh, there was cool. so much hype, yeah. so I knew that, like, all right, it's probably going to be pretty good. But it was not something that, you know, a year ago when I knew Black Panther was coming out, I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be awesome. Right. I was just like, okay, well, I hope it's good. And I just think that uh, the casting was great. And uh, let's be honest. <sighs> There weren't too many white people slowing the movie down, thank God. And uh, is the Human Torch any good? The Human Torch is not in the movie, unfortunately. Yeah. But no, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan yeah. was oh, the Human Torch, and he's in there. I was saying Chris Evans was not in the movie. That's who I was talking oh, wow. about. But that would be great if you had Michael B. Jordan's character and Chris Evans. Then they could both be talking about what it's like to be the, the Human Torch. Uh, but I, yeah, I thought. I mean, he's great in this movie. Uh, for I mean. I have to think now, like, what what have I seen him in that he wasn't Michael good in? B, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not even like he was bad in Fantastic Four. It's just was that he in everything. Smallville a really long time oh, ago? Oh, was he? someone else. I don't know. I don't like Superman. No, I'm just kidding. But I actually didn't watch <laughs> that show. Yeah. 
Um, in the chat, let us know uh, if uh, you don't like Superman. It was a joke. I, I like good. Oh, I like good <laughs> Superman stories. But... I put on Wonder Woman on HBO. I was watching it this weekend, and I turned it off for halfway into it. it was so Did you start bored. at the beginning? The current Wonder Woman movie. I was so bored. Not the one with uh, not the NBC pilot with Adrian Padalecki. No, I was just expecting something like really cool well, because I... it got so much. But I hate like war movies, like American oh. war movies and period pieces like. Did did you like uh, Captain America, the first Avenger? Because that's a war movie. It was okay. I liked Winter Soldier like a lot better. I would. I think uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, is probably my overall favorite Marvel movie. I just mm-hmm. think that... Maybe uh, that's why I don't get into Agent Carter either. But I, <laughs> I love yeah, Agent I was Carter. expecting a lot different from Wonder Woman, but it's like... Eh. Uh, and then Black Jones says, damn, Mike, you turned it off. L-M-A-O. And Stardew says he didn't watch Smallville either. So there you go. Yeah. The company. <laughs> um, and I think that we were talking a little bit before the show, Amy, that people are always kind of looking for, well, here's what's wrong with that thing that everybody says is great. And you can find plenty of movie things that you're like, okay, it was a little CGI for my taste. It would be great if there were more practical effects. Um it looked great, though. I'm not even saying it didn't look bad. But yeah. there are definitely moments where it's a, it's a little too CGI for me. And I like to feel like stuff's actually happening. I don't like that it takes me out of the movie. But I still enjoyed it. Is and Wakanda, like, way more technologically advanced in the U.S.? Crazy, yeah. They're super and are they rich. known for it in this Marvel universe? No, because like, it, it's, the it's secret. They, oh, it's they secret. stay hidden. Because okay. yeah, mm-hmm. so. when I was watching the... Uh, Trailers. It was looking kind of like Thor Ragnarok, like crazy. No. Yeah, it, it is. Well, I mean, it's crazy in that way. It's like, it, yeah, it's very colorful. Uh, it's beautiful. That was the first thing my wife said when you know we were talking about it afterwards. And she's like, "It just looked beautiful," you know. I think. I mean, I I really like Thor Ragnarok, but I think the level of craziness was up here with Thor and with Black Panther. For me, it was super easily digestible. That I was like, I feel like I'm there, and it's gorgeous. I didn't feel like there was too much CGI. Um, I just kept thinking, like, wow, I wish I lived there kind of a thing. Uh, and, and all the tech is, like, very, like, James Bond, oh, you know? I mean, God. that sort With of, like... The, yeah. yeah. There's a, yeah. And his costume is really cool. I, the the fact that it, like, absorbs <sighs> yeah. the, you know, the, the you know, any kind yeah. of... I'm trying to think what you would even call that. It just uh, deflects ener- it. Yeah, the kinetic energy. Kin- kinetic energy. Thank you. In the booth, uh, Anthony, who's <laughs> who's who is apparently not Tony B. Dead anymore, and uh, I don't know how you can find him on Twitter. Should have done Tony B. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> Tony B. L. I. V. I. N. No, he's at Tony B. Tony underscore. That's where you can find Tony. U N D E R. Oh, U N D E R S C O R. No, Tony, I know you saw Black Panther. Uh, what were your thoughts about the film? Uh, sorry, hold on. Uh, oh, yeah, overall. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Black what? Black Lightning? <laughs> overall, yeah, overall, I liked it. Um, it's definitely a movie that feels, it feels very real. You know, it's very grounded. Um, it feels like it could actually exist in our world, and I like the uh, that the uh, the conflict is also very. Uh, it's not over the top like past uh, Marvel films. It's more like it's so uh, it's within a like a contained vacuum that is Wakanda, and like it's a power struggle and everything with uh, Michael B. Jordan. By the way, his character was really great. Um, I really enjoyed Michael B. Jordan's character in this. It's a, it's an interesting arc that his character has from when we first see him in a flashback, uh, well, right up until the very end. And uh, I mean, he's he's perfect. And uh, you know the the way that uh, he tries to shake things up in Wakanda. Uh, well, you just know it's not going to go well. <gasps> 
but uh, so yeah, and then he's like literally tatted with like his kill counts, pretty much. Yeah, that's like well, so am I. That's so I, just I haven't killed I anyone. See, oh, yeah. that's that's why. Yeah, so <laughs> I, but I, as soon as I do, I'll, I'll start uh, getting inked up. I gotta uh, say, it did feel a little parallels to like Lion King and also Macbeth a bit. And um, some of the fight scenes, I, I got to agree, some were like once the CGI kicked in, it felt a little. Yeah, uh, somebody in the chat, I just saw this before, said that uh, some of it felt like a video. Black Magic said some of it felt video gameish. And again, it's like, it's not like it's not watchable. It's just, uh, uh, you know, it's. Uh, if you start making me feel like it's the Star Wars prequels, you know you've done Ew, too much C- CGI. What? There's no. too much CGI, I'm just no. saying. You compared it to those? Well, that's how much what? CGI there was in some no. of those. I don't want to imagine what? people sitting in a room with, like, green boxes and then everything's, you know, oh, added after the, the fact. The ancestral, uh, ancestral plane yes. scenes were a little too heavy CG. What, I mean, the way, a, those, weren't, those weren't real magic tigers that lived up in trees? Yeah, they were. Oh, yeah, thank you, They got real ones, guys. What were you going to say, Michael? Uh, what Tony was saying about the Lion King, like, one of those posters was like, looked like, looked the, like Lion the Lion King, King. poster. There's definitely some Lion King moments, uh, but, uh, you know, there's no real uh, Uncle Scar in this, uh, <laughs> this story, but uh, maybe in the sequel. Also, the women really kicked ass. The women were amazing. Like uh, Shuri, Nakia, Nakoya, they were all amazing Nikki. characters. I also loved Andy Serkis, yeah. too, by the way. Aww. Yeah, well, that was that was the thing I was going to reference. It was, I can't take credit for this, but uh, Andy Serkis and Martin Freeman are the only white people in the movie for the, you know, for all intents and purposes. Martin the token Freeman. And, and uh, yeah, exactly. Thank you for, uh, yeah, they're, they're the token white guys, T-O-L. K E I N. It's not my joke, but huh. I thought it was very funny. And uh, but in all honesty, Martin Freeman did not need to be in this movie at all. I like him a lot. I, going back to the British Office, but why is he there? You know, he's not. It's not like having one of your major characters in there. So they must have a spinoff movie planned for him or something. But uh, uh, you know, it's not like he. It's not like having Agent Coulson there. It's not like this beloved character from the Marvel universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, but uh, not that he was bad. I was just like, well, why is he here exactly? Andy Serkis made sense because uh, we saw his character previously. What were we going to say, Amy? I think there there was a point to Martin Freeman. What was the point? Well, I don't want to give away trust the, the plot. CIA. No. Because I don't. <laughs> no, no. I don't want to give away plot points, but he has an important role in it that helps and shows you certain things about him that it's like he's not who you think he is. What you're trying to say, is it the circle of life? Is that what it is? See, really? It all comes back to the Lion King. Really? Wow. No, this, trust me, guys, it's much better. I loved it so much more than Lion King. Uh, Lion in, King is cool. In, in, in the chat, Black Jones says, pretty sure Disney is working on a Wakanda resort as we speak. <laughs> Black Magic mm. says, yo, a Wakanda amazing. resort would be so great. They've been talking for years about making like a superhero theme park. Yeah, well, the, the Star Wars one, they're pretty close to like having the not just the Star Wars land, but you know, like a hotel that has like an immersive experience. Yeah. Uh, there's not enough real estate for Disney for all the properties that they own at this point <laughs> to spin them all off into their own theme parks. If they, they made a Marvel so theme cool. park, I would go like every year. You uh, like stay there, like going like back week. to like around 2000 <laughs> in Orlando. They had uh, at Universal, they had some licensed. They had a lot of Marvel yeah. characters and a Spider-Man ride that I liked. But uh, if they could have like a Disney-owned, they, you know, I've seen drawings, like sketches for like what they would look like. It looked pretty cool. And we could all go and we could do the show from there. Oh my god! See, look how excited Amy is. I am. Yeah, 
That would be fantastic. All right. We'll see. There you go. Let's get it done, guys. <laughs> we, Let's get it done. We will, we will indeed. We'll, we'll get it done. <laughs> um, so uh, you were talking also, Amy, about uh, – so what are some of the things that people who need to always like try and let the air out of the balloon – what are people saying negatively about it that uh, that you, you heard? And not saying that you agree with them, right. but just some of the things that you find it hard to believe that you know people are just looking for things to complain about. So here's the thing. What I'm about to say you guys might not agree with, and that's totally cool. We all have our opinions. But some people were saying, well, I can't identify with it because I'm not a person of color. Mm. And that's their opinion. But I feel like there's so, so many movies out there where you don't have people of color really in them. And you don't see people saying, well, I can't identify with Fifty Shades of Grey, for example. (laughs) I don't know. Like, maybe it resonated with you more, but not so much me. So that's something that I'm like, okay. I think there are lots of issues in the film that resonate with people in general. Like, it depends on... So all kinds of conflict. It deals with family and, That's everyone. And and I'm sure, I mean, there's certain cultural things that, yeah, I mean, kind of like Coco. Resonated hardcore with Hispanics. But I think that, you know, it wasn't just aimed at Hispanics, just like Black Panther isn't just aimed at people of color. Like, there's, there are universal issues that we can all relate to. We're all human. We all have that. So. And what I liked is that, you know, obviously it's set in Africa, so there are a lot, the, the sort of the fusion between long-held tribal yes. culture and then also the crazy tech that they have and the mm-hmm. fact that they maintain both of them. Um, I thought that was really well done. Well, and, you know, like, for people that don't know the culture, it's cool to see that. And yeah. Uh, you know, of course, like we've seen all over the news, kids are getting to see this film for free and getting to experience that. I which, didn't get to see it for free. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's now cool. I feel bad. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, CGI. Yeah. Uh, uh, the fight scenes. Some of them people are like, well, I didn't really believe them because they were getting ready beforehand. Like, there's a lot of stuff online if you want to look it up. Uh, you know, yeah, well, there, the, there's reasoning. The interesting thing that I saw is look, there, and uh, for those watching on YouTube, I'm very obviously not a person of any color or shade to speak of. I'm uh, 50 shades of pale. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, if you're just listening on iTunes, that probably doesn't surprise you either. But what you read, and from friends uh, on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere, uh, friends uh, of, of various colors, is very excited. Uh, that they finally have somebody who they're like, yeah, so this is the Black Super. When we had Ryan Sands on this show from uh, Runaways, he was very excited for this movie. And if you follow him on Instagram, like Michael and I do, you know he was really excited when he saw the movie because you're just sort of waiting for this opportunity. And there hasn't been the good, big, black superhero movie before. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I think the way that the people that might feel that way Mm -hmm. they're not really they don't really know why they're feeling that way it's just because they have taken for granted everything you know that they see in films and maybe they're just not you know as affected by things culturally but Mm -hmm. yeah I don't I don't think it's about like oh well I'm I'm not black so it didn't do anything for me it's about having appreciation and I think like um white people problems like we've gotten like like every Superhero movie is like a white person, so right. mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's like a deeper appreciation. And whether the movie was good or bad, I think that 
it's good. Yeah, well, and there were also people saying that it's like you guys think, well, kind of worded like this, like you guys maybe just think it's good because of the social commentary. No, like everything cohesively worked beautifully. It's a great story if you were to just read it. And, you know, just read the screenplay and not seeing it, realize it. It's not like the story is not great. The social commentary is is great added value uh, for the people that were sort of looking for that. Someone, a black magic mentioned Blade. Well, that's what I was going to say is that that was one of the things that I saw. People were like, this is an anti-hero. Yeah, exactly. He's not real. And he's definitely not a superhero. He's not like who we tend to think of. Uh, And yes, obviously, Wesley Snipes is the first black superhero just as Wesley Snipes. His uh, kryptonite, of course, was the IRS. But that's really neither here nor there. Uh, but <laughs> there are a lot of black superheroes now, but not like leaders, right? And that are leaders and, and leaders, that get their yeah. get their own movie. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, you had Cyborg in Justice League, and you know, I mean, I didn't Snore. think he was that, okay. Well, I didn't think he was that bad, <laughs> but uh, you know, it just you haven't had it now, and I'm I find it refreshing that when you finally get this character you get black panther you get the the first black superhero i mean he it's it's like an african superhero it's not you know look i love falcon i'm not saying that i wouldn't like a falcon movie but he's he's just he's not that different you know i mean this is a completely different world that you get to explore and you do yeah. get you do get all the the history and uh, you know the technology and all that and i think that uh it's great that this gets to be the first one you know uh but uh I, I'm going to feel like uh, it's not going to be the last one, although I don't, I don't know who, who gets the movie next, you know, but uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Would you watch a Falcon standalone movie, Michael? No. Mm, that's too bad. I, I don't. I, I but think... it's not because of his colors, because of the character. Yeah, but what if Cap's yeah. in it? Is that all right then? Because <laughs> then it's a Cap movie. <laughs> I do like Chris Evans. <laughs> he's, he's your favorite he's, human torch. He's dreamy. Um, yeah, well. Uh, and Black Magic points out now we need a Latino and an Asian superhero. I mean, You're going to get the animated movie of uh, Miles Morales, so you'll get the Latino Spider-Man. Uh, Asian superhero, we had Olivia Munn as Psylocke. In... <laughs> what? Munn is such an Asian name. <laughs> she, I, I know, believe me. What were you going to say, Amy? Well, I think that it's it's nice that it came out when it did. I, I think it would have been just as amazing 10 years from now. Um, obviously, like, really much better CGI for people that didn't like it. Uh, but I think that part of what makes a, a good film is also what it has to say, which might be part of the social commentary, you know, like life imitating art, art, all of that. Sure. Um, so I, I want to hopefully let people know that, like, you can watch it. Whether you're a Marvel fan, DC fan, whatever, like if I, you've never really enjoyed yeah. comic book movies, you, you know it's not like you're. I don't know. It's not like you're not going to enjoy it. You know, if you don't yeah. like superheroes, it's you definitely like, going to resonate more with the black community for sure because yeah. they have not been able to get something like this. Yeah, but I mean, you, you don't have to be black to enjoy it. Absolutely not. No, no. that's yeah. true. Silly. Now, maybe I have seen movies where that is the case, but this was not <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Soul Plane. No, actually, Soul Plane was very funny. It's just a joke. Um, Now, we only have a few minutes left, and before uh, Michael wants to talk about something, uh, (laughs) just for the sake of the title of the episode, I wanted to talk about Tigra, Tigra, who is actually, I think, a character who is due 
for uh, showing up on the big screen. Uh, there are so many Avengers characters. Uh, there she is for those watching on YouTube from West Coast Avengers number three, battling Craven the Hunter, the great mm. Spider-Man villain. Uh, you're not a Tigra fan? She's like a knockoff DC Comics cheetah. Yeah, sure, but... She's just a knockoff cheetah to me. But that doesn't mean she can't be in the movies. I mean, I, just, I think if they had made a movie in the mid-80s, she would have looked awful. It would have been like a rubber suit. That outfit is so DC Comics, too. What, the the barely there bikini? <laughs> the bikini, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. DC Comics is, uh, costumes I feel like are so much more, like, plain, like... It's compared to like what we get with like. I mean, if you if you look at her, I mean, it's uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, she's you're like I she's like her set. outfit. Yeah, I mean, you I know, like Craven. He's got a. Uh, I'm, I, well, we talked about Craven. I'm a huge yeah. Craven the Hunter fan, and I hope that there is a whether there's a Spider Man movie or a standalone Craven movie. Uh, I, I would like to it. see him pop in the Netflix. Oh, yeah. that uh, I think that would be really cool. And Daredevil. Daredevil. I was going to say Daredevil. Maybe Iron Fist. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. Not Luke Cage. Not Luke Cage. No. no. Luke Cage. I can't see Craven hanging out in Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that getup. No. But what do you think of his outfit, by the way, Michael? The, the oh, I love it. I, I Tony... Tony says I like remind him of Craven. Wow, my style. I mean, oh. you do have a lot of style. He said that a long time ago. Uh, and can't uh, stop so, your style. <laughs> can't stop my style. Is that what you said? I, I think that, that is what he said. I and that. look, Tigger's a character who's been around for like forty-five years, and I would just like to, you know, if you don't want to put her in one of the movies, let's, let's get yeah. her on the cartoon show or something. Yeah, I just feel like yeah. where, where is this character? And uh, I was a, I was a huge fan of West Coast Avengers. I think I liked West Coast Avengers better than East Coast Avengers. Uh, because it had it had Hawkeye. I loved the Hawkeye Mockingbird when they were actually. I don't get a your thing for Mockingbird. Well, because like, she's not good. I mean, she's not bad in Agents of Shield, but she's not the same character. Yeah, yeah don't, you'll see season three. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, the final point that I'll make about Tigra is that she was ranked 61st in Comics Buyer's Guide's 100 Sexiest Women in Comics. Uh, I love that she's 61st. It, uh, even in that outfit. Even in that outfit. you can. Well, you know what? That's because some people just are not into she cats. she higher than that. She, uh, she Hulk better be higher than that. She never dressed like that, though. Uh, but anyway, uh, I think that uh, her time has come. Who are the characters that you in the chat would most like to see? Where and whether it's in a movie or a cartoon or whatever, you let us know uh, whom you would like to see. Now, uh, by the way, Black Magic ninety nine says, "LOL, Michael the Hunter." So now <laughs> you are officially taking Craven's name, uh, Michael. Uh, what did you want to uh, talk about here in our, our final? Yeah, I meant moments? to give it to you last week, but we had a guest here, and, and it was my birthday. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I yeah. do a lot of shows here at AfterBuzz. I'm not gonna lie, and no one uh, made any uh, recognition of my birthday, including uh, Tony B. Tony underscore in the booth, who engineers pretty much all my well, shows. It's because you don't walk around like most LA people being like, "It's my birthday That's month," <laughs> like a month before your when birthday. You're, when you're 42, you don't really march you around. Look great for 42. Uh, see, but, that's the only present I need. Thanks, Amy. That was no, but seriously, that wasn't like an exciting milestone year for you. No, okay, no, no, it wasn't. It well. I got together some some gifts. I can't for wait you. to hear about my gifts. And they all have a little story. So first off, we oh have my gosh, X Men uh, collectors edition. Oh, this is the Pizza Hut one, which you could only get <gasps> yeah. if you went to Pizza Hut on Kids Night during one week 
during 1993, it was and only I one went. Week. And I went. Yeah, they had. They did it a whole month, and they had a, a different comic each month. Wow. And me and my dad went to the last one, and we both got one. So you have an and extra. So this is the one that my dad took home. Wow. And I don't know if you want to open it. I don't know. You can because I can. I can. <laughs> even though it's pre-bagged, I, I could bag That's and board the problem. it. And uh, by the way, this object is not intended for children under three years. I know. Of age. I thought you would like the warning keep, on the back. I'll keep that away from my son yeah. and, and my daughter. But uh, man, I, it's like animated Cyclops and Bishop. <laughs> I kind of want to read this story, but I, I don't know. know. Right? Let me go. Let and me look up the Comics Buyer's Guide value on that. Well, just know. in case you wanted to do that, we have a Whoa! wizard from 1993 and <laughs> a bookmark for you oh with look at this one this of is, your favorite teams uh, i don't know which uh, camera i, I could hold this up to but it's it is excalibur yeah. and this is uh second Shadow series Cat, Phoenix, they ever did. captain britain and megan who had a great superhero name megan uh but uh, i loved all her these name characters. later they did later uh i loved all these Tapestry. characters though. oh she looks cool who's that uh one in the blue one in the blue that's shadow, shadow cat that's kitty pride yeah, yeah, yeah. so there oh. you go i knew that i could uh, <laughs> i could win somebody over to hashtag team kitty and this this wicked wizard magazine i had two of them and one's all beat up this is the nice one i like lugged it around with me everywhere for like a year uh, but it has this great interview with Chris Claremont. Who? Hey. Chris yeah, Claremont. Post X Men, which he says, "I look." This is one of the quotes from his. He story. was bitter at this point. By I the way. look at the X Men and I think this is my entire working life, and it's taken them eighteen months to gut it like a fish. Yeah. So enjoy reading I, that. Looking at it's all funny the toys I, of the day. I met him at a at a, a New York comic book convention right around that time, <laughs> and uh, I was. Mad. I, I didn't tell just, anyone. I had him. I had him sign one of my favorite issues, which is, uh, I believe, it's Uncanny X Men one fifty three. It's Kitty's bedtime story, which she tells to Ileana, who is Colossus's little sister before she becomes a teenager. Don't ask. Uh, she's still a little girl at this point, <laughs> and it's like these cartoon versions of Nightcrawler and Wolverine. And I was just like, oh, this was always one of my favorite comics. He's like, yep. Too bad they went and ruined it all. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, thank you for all. This is great stuff. So uh, if, if, if you would like to uh, send me additional uh, birthday presents <laughs> at Christian DMZ, you got to direct message me. I'll tell you where to send. No, I'm just teasing. Well, that was Your okay. P.O. box. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I should, I should get a P.O. box just so people can mail. send me, yeah. send me oh, gifts. Yeah. Uh, Blackmagic99 says, 90s comics are the best. Um, if by that you mean 80s comics, absolutely. No, look, <laughs> the, 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 by the end of the 90s, I, 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 I was pretty much out on everything. Like, I, as much as I, like, heading into the 90s, I still loved Spider-Man. I still loved the X-Men. And, uh, you know. After 95, things started changing a lot. When it turned into, like, well, we, we can't have Venom every issue in Spider-Man. Now we're going to have Carnage, and we're going to have Maximum Carnage, where there's, you know, and... It, it it was just a lot of it was it, lots of expansion. It, it was always about money and profit, mm-hmm. which is fine. Lots but of merch. when the the stories you felt went by the wayside for the sake of of the bottom line, I was just like, I don't, I don't think I need these anymore. But 
thank God movies aren't that way. You know, the story's always great in, in every every comic book movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, Art Master Austin Prophet says, happy birthday, exclamation point. So thank you. Um, he didn't say I looked young. That was Amy who said that, but I appreciate that. Uh, anyway, uh, so I think that uh, people should check out Black Panther is what it really comes down to, right, Amy? Yeah. And, Michael, have you seen... Any of these movies in the theater? Like, did, you didn't see Logan, <laughs> you didn't see Logan in the theater because you just don't uh, like to go to the theater. I typically like to just buy the movie because yeah. it's like for the price, it would t- cost like twenty bucks to go yeah, to the movie and you can here buy in Hollywood, it for, and you yeah. buy it for that. So yeah. it's just like I don't know. I have my own little home viewing situation. That's fine. So do you, you know. like? I mean, do you like to eat while you watch a movie? Like something that you make yourself, and or is it no? No. We want to know no, what you're doing. No, it's not about Pretty like. Much. No, if I wanted to like bring food into the movie theater, I'd do that. So. Yeah. I used to bring Taco Bell into the movie oh, theater Chipotle. a lot. Yeah. Oh, Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, it was like a teenage thing for me. I don't know. I grew out of it. That's good. Well, you don't go to the movies anymore. Mm. What was the last movie you saw? Do you remember going to the theater to see something? Suicide Squad. Oh. And I think that's probably. And is that why you swore? <laughs> you swore off on movies. So bad. But how much did you love the Jared Leto Joker? Uh, so not. It was like <laughs> an interesting take on it. It was a very different this is take. Too soon for Which all this shit. You needed to go with a different take after Heath Ledger. But anyway, yeah. that's not that's not here for uh, Marvel uh, TV news. No, but, we're not uh, here for that. We're gonna we're gonna have to really uh, dive back in on Agents of Shield. I've I've only got a couple weeks now. But there I, was someone in the chat that said they watched four seasons in the last two weeks. I'm gonna bet they don't have two kids. I'm just guessing. <laughs> oh, know. well, like well, I want to know. The schedule was for sure. Like, how many did you? Yeah, know? they let me. Yeah, they let me know. Like, and I, I have, I think, uh, seven episodes left of the current season, and uh, I feel confident that I'll catch up. Uh, and then, and okay. then, basically, right when Shield comes back is when Jessica Jones premieres. So uh, Michael's not excited, but uh, uh, I saw a trailer today. I was like, boring. You didn't think that looked good? I love the trailer like, for this. This is where they made me. <laughs> it is where they made her. Okay, Logan. What if What if Patsy gets her own show? Will you check that out? The Hellcat show. She don't need to know her own show, and she's not going to get it. <laughs> she's own not going to get it. What? Yeah. No. What? Uh, I just ordered a new shirt that's got Hellcat on it. Really? I oh. like it. A lot. So we'll see it in a, in a future it, installment yeah. of of the you show. Will. Uh, anyway, well, that was our uh, magical uh, discussion about Kitty, Panther, Tigra, oh my. I was very proud of myself. I feel like we stuck <laughs> to all three of the things that I we wanted did. to talk about. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I wore my, my cheetah coat for you. Of course you did. Well, you know, you didn't do it for me. You did it for, for everyone. You did it for the I actually audience. wore it for you. Well, thank you. you said that you hated men and cheetah. And it was like, well, then. <laughs> that, well, then I have to prove that, that I can uh, make it work. Anyway, thanks to everybody in the chat. There was a fun conversation. We tried to drag some of the conversation over here into the show. But uh, and if you're watching the archive version of this, go ahead and uh, comment. Uh, thanks to the guy who last week said that I like to hear myself talk. That was um, the funniest comment. It ever. was, except I actually hate to hear myself talk, but uh, I understood what he meant. Uh, I was very excited, and <laughs> I can't help myself. I get very excited, especially when I have Excalibur collectible mm. cards. Now I just it's like need mint. Be it's, careful with I that know, thing. It's That's amazing. Like nineteen ninety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Amy, is this card older than you? Yes, it yeah, is. I thought it was. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it for uh, this week. We'll be back next week. And uh, until then, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at ChristianDMZ. Amy, where do people find you? On all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. 
And Michael. Michael X. Shirley. And in the booth, we have at Tony B. Tony, U-N-D-E-R-S-C-O-R-E. Uh, Tony B. Tony underscore. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Excelsior. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.